This is the Rise of the Young Podcast, bringing you insights from the most innovative entrepreneurs and influencers of this era. Hosted by 17-year-old entrepreneur, author, public speaker, and branding expert, Casey Adams. Now, let's get right into the show. What's going on, everyone? Casey Adams here with Mr. Grant Cardone. Um, today, we're going to be number 57 of the Rise of the Young podcast. 57, man. Yeah, you, you know what it is. So today, we're going to be talking about How personal branding. How did I get pushed so, back, uh, so far in the list, man? <laughs> Dude, you know? we've just been going hard with it, you know? Yeah. But yeah, today we're going to be talking about personal branding, sales, and the impact of young entrepreneurship and starting young. So Grant, really appreciate you coming on the show, man. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, man. Appreciate so it. first off, I know a lot of people watching, they're young, they've followed your stuff. So before we come- how, how old are you? I'm 17. Okay, wow. Yeah. So a lot of people my age, up to 25, or some of them are older as well. But yeah. my question to you kind of started off is like, where were you at at 18? What was your situation? Dude, 18 years old, I was like, I was- uh, you know, I was at the bowling alley every day playing games. I'd steal quarters, and and I'd steal them from the job I had. I had this job where I could, I figured out how to hack the the vending machine. I'd go in the back, grab I don't know, forty dollars worth of quarters. Yeah. And um, then I'd go to the bowling alley. I'd sit there for three hours. Me and my brother would play game after game after game. Okay. And I was smoking weed every day. Not too proud of what I was doing with my life and. Um, you know, I didn't feel good about myself. Yep. Uh, my dad had died when I was 10, so I'd go home, feel bad about, you know, hiding from my mom. I got all these secrets from my mom, and she brought me up to be a good kid, and I wasn't. And then I was trying to have part-time jobs, losing them all. I lost my first five jobs I had, so it wasn't going yeah. too good. You're, you're, okay. you're way ahead of me. I <laughs> appreciate that. Yeah. For sure. So regarding that, I like whenever I do podcasts, I definitely like to, obviously I've read a lot of your books. A lot of people have seen a lot of your content, but when it comes to just young entrepreneurship, people in today with social media, the current standpoint of technology, when you look at social media nowadays, what's your mindset on young entrepreneurs today with the social media realm and kind of what would you be doing today if you could go back with this current social media? Well, first of all, you know, if you're doing drugs, if you're doing drugs of any kind, then you're not, you're not going to take advantage of anything going on. So um, you got to have focus. What, hey, what am I going to do? This is an unbelievable time, unbelievable opportunity right now for you guys to be connected to almost anybody you want to be connected to. That's the good news. The bad news is you can be connected to almost anybody in the world. Yeah. And that's the bad news because, because the, what happens is you can get so much content from so many different people. The 57 guys you, you listen to, if, if the people that follow you listen to all 57 of them, they're more likely to do nothing than, than, than a bunch because yeah. there's going to be conflicting data. Like I know some of the guys, some of those guys I love, they're unbelievable. And there's other guys that, that if you listen to them and then listen to me, you're going to be like, hmm, I don't know which one to do. Yeah. You know, if you're going to listen to your dad and you're going to listen to me, you're probably not going to do anything because you're going to be in doubt because I'm going to tell you to go. I'm going to tell you to move faster, and your dad's your dad as a parent is going to tell you be careful, take small steps, um, take your time, and I'm not going to tell you that. So I would just tell you guys that are 17, 18, teenagers, man, look, don't use drugs. I'm telling you, these drugs. I have personal experience. This is not a moral issue. I'm not trying to be your daddy here. If you're smoking weed, man, you have no chance of winning in the marketplace. I will kill you. So if you're smoking weed and I'm not, I'm going to beat you to the close. I'm going to beat you to the money. I'm going to beat you in the game. Number one. Number two, you know, you need to, you need to be really narrow about who you're going to study. If you're studying people looking for mentors, you don't, need, you don't need three mentors. You need one guy that you can study. He's your guy or gal, and you go deep on that dude. And number three, 
Doing wins. Doing beats all the education in the world. I spent 17 years in schools. I got a college degree. I got an accounting degree. I got a, a cousin of mine that says, you shouldn't bash college. Did you go? No. I said, well, no, I went. I know. I have the debt. You didn't go. I know what it is. I'm not telling you guys not to go to college. I'm saying, look, if you're going to go to college, you need to go there with a purpose. And if you're going to go to college, you need to go to college, get your data, and do something with it the same day. Don't wait yeah. until four or five years after you get out of college. So yeah. doing is the best education in the world. Yeah, for sure. I mean, even like with everyone I have here, a lot of us have big YouTube channels that will do a lot of stuff yeah. with different industries. And like a lot of my friends and a lot of people I know just comes from the fact of like, they just didn't know what to do. They just started doing and that yeah. it came from the actual doing, like yeah. you said. So, you know, when you're doing, when you're doing, you start learning a lot of things that you didn't know. You're going to figure out your brand. You're going to figure out your pitch. You're going to figure out what works, what doesn't work, what people like, what they don't like. Yeah. And um, if you're an artist, you want to do a lot. You want to do a lot of art because then you're going to discover what people actually like. You're going to learn stuff that you just can't learn in the classroom yeah. by doing. Yeah, for sure. So one thing I wanted to touch on because I'm still in high school currently. And like when I look at the modern education system, like I've learned so much outside from your books or different things regarding resources, sales, whatever it may be outside. But one thing that I've really noticed a huge uptrend in my life is personal branding. It's uh -huh. That's why we're sitting here. That's why I've been able to meet people from a brand. And obviously walking in, you see what you've been able to create. So for all the young people listening, number one, when did you start taking like your personal brand social media seriously? And what's the impact that, in your thoughts? At, you know, I remember today? a guy telling me when I was like 30 years old, he's like, dude, you, you got, you got, you, you always work this hard. Like you, and I, and I was like, huh? He's like, I, I, I admire you just because how hard you work. He didn't really want to buy my, my deal, but he's like, I'm going to do it just because of your work ethic. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wow. And I walked away from that. And then the second time I heard it, people were admiring my work ethic. And I'm like, wow, that's, my, that's a brand. Yeah. Now, you're, you're not going to sit down. Most people are not going to sit down and say, okay, my work, my brand is, you know, I didn't know that. I just stumbled across of it because of what I was doing every day. So I would just tell you, look, you're already a company. You're already a brand. If you're six years old, you're already a company. You don't start a company. You are a company. You are a company. There's, a, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, I don't know, 12, uh, seven, eight, nine companies in here. Johnny's got a com company. I have a bu bunch of companies. You have a company. You are the company. You are the brand. You don't need a product or a service. You're it. And people are going to pay you based on what value you bring to the marketplace. Um, how can you differentiate yourself in the marketplace? You do not want to blend in. Like you, the earrings, I don't understand those on you, but you got to figure out whether they're worth the energy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't know if they are. Are they real? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, they're real diamonds? Yeah, yeah. I, I never really, really They're real wear. diamonds? Yeah. What did you pay for those? Like... Three thousand. Well, that was stupid. That was just. Oh, that, it was. A, it was a gift from a while ago. But I, I, I go sell the gift and get <laughs> yeah, it for three yeah, grand. Yeah. I want. I want that three thousand dollars because yeah, I'm gonna yeah. make that money have babies. Yeah, yeah. That's the other thing I would tell you guys. You guys need to worry about your damn money, man. Your mommy and daddy don't know anything about money. Not one of you guys has a rich dad. Okay, he might be a millionaire. That means he's just scraping. He ashamed of himself at night. Y'all need to get rich. I would tell every teenager out there, you need to get so freaking rich. We were just doing a YouTube show, a live YouTube show, and I'm like, hey, call in today, and I'm going to give you, just tell me where you want to fly the damn plane, and I'm going to take you and your family there. Your little sister's going to come with us, your brothers, your parents. You want to go to Beijing, Kazakhstan? I don't even, Kazakhstan, what's it called? Who cares, man? I got a plane, right? So okay. like, like you guys need to think about money, man. Y'all yeah. need to think about what are you spending your money on? Don't try to impress anybody with your tennis shoes. Yeah. 
with your blue jeans, with your bullshit, man. Get your money right. Don't chase the girls. You guys out there, chase that damn money, man. You, you get your money right, and women will throw themselves <laughs> at your feet and say, please, take me home. Take me! <laughs> okay, okay. Okay? Can your audience handle that? Yeah, oh, yeah. I love it. So, sure. so, you know, I know some of the dudes, I know some of the dudes <laughs> that you've interviewed. Nobody talks about money. They all jump around this. Mm -hmm. They all, hey, be good, be humble, be this, be, dude, dude get, your, get your damn money right. Get rich. There's so much money on this planet, it's unbelievable. It's like that ocean back there. You know, you come to Miami, you see the ocean, you're like, dang, I want to go out there and swim in it. Did you? Have you swum? Yeah, we went yesterday. Yeah, you couldn't. Could, I got to jump in and get as yeah. much as I can, right? That's like money. See, people, people put more energy in a beach, into an ocean, into sunshine, than they do into their bank account. So when I, when, I, when, I, when I was 10 years old, I couldn't support my mom, and it killed me, okay? I mean, dude, there's no way. I'm going to rail on you again. There is no way I would spend $3,000 on a watch or earrings, I'm figuring out, hey, how can I take that three and turn it into 30? How can I go grab 30? I'm serious. You give me a gift. You give me a gift worth three grand. I'm taking it to the store. I'm getting my yeah. money right now. Okay. And I'm going to tell you, shit, I, ain't, I went and got the money. I went and got, right? So, yeah. so I'm just saying, like, I wanted to take care of my mom so bad. And I was such a disappointment from 10 years old to 25. I was such a disappointment when I finally got my life cleaned up. And I'm like, I'm getting my money right. I didn't drink. I didn't have a beer from 25 to 50 years old. Not a beer. Uh, not a glass of champagne. Not a glass of wine. I didn't do any partying Saturdays and Sundays. I didn't have a hangover for 25 years, man. Can you imagine? Like, you guys have had more hangovers in the last 10 days. I don't lie, man. No. Okay. They're clean. We're all clean. Okay, you are? That's cool. But the people listening, man, you guys have had more hangovers in the last month than I had in 25 years. So what was I able to focus on? Not Advil and Tylenol. I was able to focus on customers, money. I didn't have a yeah. fancy car till I was like 45 years old. I had plenty of money. I just like, I was very frugal, very focused. I'm like, I'm going to get my freaking money game right. Yeah. And maybe one day I'll become somebody. Okay. That's the truth. So when it comes about money, I want to talk about money now. Yeah. You said a lot of people don't. So with that, a lot of young people, when it comes to like real, a tactical piece of advice to when it comes to managing money or whatever it yeah. may be, what would you get to that 19 to 20 year old that, whether that be they're just starting to make money online or they're, they're yeah. just starting to get income, what would you say? Because obviously they could read the book. Don't, 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 don't number one, don't spend it. Reinvest it. First in yourself, then in your business. And don't invest it in anything else. Okay. Until you got a hundred grand packed away and you can keep operating your business. The number's a hundred. You get a hundred grand. Prove to me you can hold on to a hundred K sitting in a bank and, and, and it doesn't go away. Prove to me you can do that without buying any earrings. <laughs> You're going to have to call this the earring yeah. episode. Okay. <laughs> Cardone rails on my man. I so love it. so uh, do not invest in anything no stocks no kios no retirement accounts no bullshit like wall street tells you start early the younger you start the better off you are that pitch is not for you that pitch was for wall street if wall street offers it to you it's not good for you it's like going to a casino casino says hey do you want insurance like my mom used to tell me look if they offer it to you here say no they're not doing it for you man wall street wants you to invest early because they want your money for a long period of time so leave the cryptos alone. You guys got any? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because, because, because you're like, what? I'm trying to get rich quick. You're trying to have a bang, man. So would you buy one? 
You bought Pack coins. No, different coins. Not not Bitcoin. What are they worth? Like a millionth of a cent each. I bought them because they were the cheapest. So 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 there. how much did you invest though? They went up fifteen thousand percent. Okay, how much did you invest? Hundred dollars. So now, what's it worth now? It went up like fifteen grand. Fifteen grand. Good, good, dude. It's still no money, yeah. right? So so like all I'm saying is you still don't have any money, right? Like you got fifteen grand sitting in a sitting. Is, did you sell it? Yeah, I sold like half of it. Oh, okay, good. So the other half you can't get today. Right, you can't trade it, you can't exchange it. He should be reinvesting that 15K in his business, in his expansion. If you can't get the money, I got a million dollars of Bitcoin, I'm telling you guys to leave it alone. Leave it alone because I can't get it. If you're super rich, you got your plane already, you got your cars handled, you got your house, your vacation house, your five businesses, you got money coming in, for, do whatever you want. Buy earrings, waste money, spill it, get drunk on the weekends, get arrested if you want to. Shit, get a good tax audit, go, go crazy. But, but be in a position where going crazy doesn't cost you anymore, right? And it doesn't cost your family. Right now, people should do this. They should stack 100 before they invest any money. Two, they should, when you have money left over, invest it only in yourself and your business. And when you finally get to 100, start investing in real assets because over your lifetime, you guys are 17 years old, man. You're 47 years old. You'd have real estate paid for. You'd own it free and clear. Okay? It'll be paying you every month and you get to go anywhere you want in the world. Yeah. And the real estate will pay you to go. For sure. So yeah, so when it comes to hard assets, I mean, Jeff right here actually, he actually does a lot of coin collectibles. Where's Jeff at? Right here, Jeff. Oh. He, he, he uses like a, um, gold, silver. You can explain oh, a little bit, but yeah, he wanted to give okay. you some stuff. Okay. We can do that in a bit as well. But I, I would say, next question regarding all of that. Like, yeah. I know like, a lot of young people. I mean, look, man, if I got to dig it out of the ground and then put it back in the ground, <laughs> I am definitely not going to buy it. So again, again, I want to, look, we're in a virtual technology. We're getting away from hard Right, we're going to things that don't even exist. So I want things that are mobile and fast. Speed is is the new the new currency. Speed is what determines what somebody's value is, not their age. So I want things that are easy to move, things that are fast. Everything that's slow right now is being disrupted. Like you could pick it. Yeah. Anything slow, it's going away. So I don't know if I I'll answer your question. Yeah, for I'm sure. Not, I'm not gonna. You bought you bought gold too. It's just my business. Okay. It's, yeah, we're okay. going to it. Okay, you're in and out of the gold. Okay, so he's not holding the hard, the hard asset. Yeah. Yeah. So next thing I want to ask you something yeah. kind of straight on. So when it comes to just sales in general, what is your most besides your wife? What is your most most proud sale that you've made in your lifetime? Most proud sale that I've ever made. Man, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I've made a lot of sales. Man. <laughs> I mean, you know, they, they are they're all important to me. Like because every little sale, even the little ones. They, they, they give me the confidence that I can make a second one. So um, I don't, do I have one? Yeah, I sold it. I, I convinced this guy to sell me his property. You know, it was an $80 million piece of property. It wasn't on the market. He said he wasn't going to sell it. He said, there's no way we'll sell it. It'll never happen that we'll sell it. And now I own it, you know. Yeah. And um, I'm probably going to make on that deal, I'll probably make $80 million bucks. Yeah. I paid 80. I'll, pay, I'll make 80. Yeah. So regarding real estate, because I'm, I'm getting into wholesaling and a few rehabs now with my brother, what's a tactical piece of advice starting out for people when it comes to just getting into the real estate? Beginning? If you're going to play the real estate game, go, go the, the best book you can read. You want the name of the best book? The best book you can read on real estate is find a piece of property, walk the property, read the financials on the property, 
call the tenants, like do the work. This is what I was saying earlier about do beats education. So um, I have a book coming out on real estate, real estate investing made simple. It talks about the mistakes. Like if you can, number one, walk a lot of property. Number two, find the mistakes. Grab a book that talks about the mistakes. Avoid the mistakes and you'll make money in real estate. If you just don't make mistakes, you'll be fine. Number three, don't do little deals. Don't buy real estate on a budget. Don't buy two unit. Don't buy a single family home. Never. Don't buy any single family residences for income. Don't buy two units, four units, six units, or eight units. Your first deal should be at least sixteen units, um, because you need that many doors to produce enough income for you to be there. Wow, some tactical stuff right there. Yeah, <laughs> and 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 don't over leverage it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So regarding just daily activities, I know a lot of people talk daily tactics and this guy moves, man. This guy goes money, real estate, freaking daily, uh, yeah, I mean, daily I, 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 activities. <laughs> I mean, my my biggest thing on this is definitely just like getting concepts that you can't read in a book from yeah, you and yeah, yourself yeah. and what you've been doing. So regarding just your daily flow, actually being in the office, it's a great setup, great yeah. kind of thing you've been able to build here. So like, what's your, what's your day to day look like? Like what time do you wake up? Do you have a good mental state when you wake up? To, what does to, it look like? Uh, no, I, I typically don't have a good mental state. I, people are like, man, you're a positive dude. I'm like, no, not really. You know, I'm not really that positive. Am I? I'm not really. Po- you, you guys have worked with me every day. Am I positive? I don't think so. No, no, they don't. No, 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 no. I don't think I'm a positive person. I don't. I know. I, I actually. How positive you are, you bring out the positive in other people. Yeah, I don't know. Huh? But you see, like, people say, oh, attitude is everything. I'm like, no, attitude is not everything. Fucking getting shit done is everything. You know, pushing a ball across the freaking finish line. That, that, that is everything. Winning, winning might not be everything, but damn, it's up there in the, it's up there in close. Yeah. So, number one, I wake up, I beat the sun up. You know, if I can beat the sun up, I feel like, man, I, I beat the rotation, right? Uh, number two, you know, I go take a leak. Uh, number three, I, I write my goals down. Yeah. I write my goals down in the morning, like my big goals. I write them down in the morning, I write them down at night, and then uh, I try to get a workout in every morning, and then um, I come to work. I have a meeting at 9.06 in the morning. And then, dude, the rest of the day is just like insanity. Like whatever's whatever's in front of me, I do. I didn't know you guys were coming in yeah. here until today. Yeah, I probably told you yes a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, that was like a week and a half ago. It's funny how this set up. So like, I never worry about it. After I say yes, it goes to Katie. Yep. Katie comes in today. She texts me about five thirty this morning. Hey, this is your schedule for today. I look at it. Complain about the whole schedule. I'm like, who's this dude, Casey Adams? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fucking better not be wearing freaking diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> And, and so, and bringing his whole posse in here with him. But, but so, so I look at it. I complain about everything. Just so you guys know, yeah. like you, you see all these guys, you know, giving this persona and telling you who they are. Look, look, I'm, I'm a human being. You know, it's not all roses. And, and there's a lot of potholes in life. And there's a lot of difficulties. And there's a lot of pushback. And there, I get a lot of advice from a lot of people. When you start getting a big posse around you, you get your company bigger and bigger. You, half the advice you're going to get is going to be shit. From the people that are with you and closest to you, it's going to be garbage content, garbage data. It's going to be shit information. It's going to be wrong. But they're convinced that half of the people around you that love you, that care about you, I'm not talking about your enemies. I'm talking about the real people that, that you need to worry about. The people that are close to you that are confused, that are telling you stuff because they love and care about you. Those are the people you need to worry about. Your haters, you don't even need to worry about them, right? And, and, then, and then you got to decide, hey, who's right on this deal? Like right now, we're going through this big fight with Facebook. Yeah. 
nobody knew we were having the fight with Facebook but me. Okay, so my I know my entire team thinks I'm wrong on this. Everybody, right? Hell yeah. Everybody thinks I'm wrong on this. They're like, what are you doing? Jared thinks I'm wrong. He's the VP. My COO thinks I'm wrong. And I'm like, I don't care if I'm wrong or not, dude. I think I'm right on this shit, okay? I'm taking on Facebook. What happened with Facebook? You're going to throttle me? I'm not going to use you, okay? I spent $4 million bucks with, uh, with Facebook last year. $4 million in ads. I didn't I have a problem with it. I don't get an ROI on a lot of it. They're throttling my content so hard. My viewers that I built, with their help, I'm very appreciative. I gave them a lot of money. It's been a win-win for both of us. They're throttling my audience, so they're telling me what I can and can't do with that audience. I want to give somebody a thousand bucks. They don't want me to do that. They say that's called bait mm. advertising. So I want to go up there and say, look, man, I want to give a thousand bucks to somebody that can guess the drink. Whatever made, I had a drink last night. It was turmeric, lemon, uh, ginger, raw ginger, black pepper, water, ice, and some blood from my thumb. <laughs> I said, you guess it, and I'll give you a grand. 1000 in cash. Well, they squeezed, throttled the thing down. At the same, did, I did a, uh, at the same time, I did an uh, A-B test on Instagram where there's not throttling, even though they're owned by the same company. It didn't throttle. I had five times, 50 times the reach on Instagram, and I have 10 times the reach on Facebook. But I had 50 times the response on Instagram. So I wrote them a letter last night. My like, dear Facebook, I'm done. Okay, appreciate the relationship. Partnership has been great. We have a, a, one of the top 10 most watched channels across all of wow. Facebook. I spent 4 million bucks with you last year. Today it stops. I will not spend one dime with you. You're not going to throttle me. And then uh, you know, I get half the people telling me, that's their new rules. Now, you guys need to listen to this. That's the rules. They don't want that kind of advertising. I'm like, dude, the marketplace determines what the rules are, not a company. So you guys can start whatever company you want. Make whatever rules you want. Facebook can do the same thing up in Silicon Valley. Their little board meeting, bunch of executives got in a room and decided, let's throttle Cardone, force him, force feed him to spend more money in advertising. What it did was turn me off. I'm like, I'll tap him out. I won't spend any money with him. I'll take the $4 million. I'm going to spend the $4 million. And I'm just going to go spend it at YouTube, uh, Snapchat, and uh, LinkedIn. Well, so that just happened with Facebook? Happened. It's happened wow. this morning. Dang. So we just pushed everything this morning yeah. to YouTube. Uh, our reach at YouTube went through the roof this morning. Yeah, yeah. So what you want to learn there is, look, you guys don't make the rules any more than I do. The marketplace makes the rules. And what you want to do is you want to be where things are, are, are like, like Facebook probably won't exist in your lifetime. I'm not picking on them this morning. This phone won't exist. Okay. Cars are going to change. Everybody knows that. Uh, the way you live and where you live is going to change. You guys, you guys are in. You're in for the the either a nightmare lifetime, or you're in for the biggest freaking opportunity in maybe the history of the world, yeah. if you got your eyes wide open and you're sober okay. and you're hungry. <laughs> so do you do you think social media is something long term? Because obviously you're on every social platform. Yeah. Do you think that's something regarding the future from your standpoint? Like. Do you think you'll have a massive change in the next five years or what's your standpoint on sure. everything social? No, no doubt about it. Like, 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 you know, the cryptos, the cryptos are real. They're going to, they're, they're going to be here. Blockchain will be here longer than currency will. And you'll see it. You'll see it come into full. You're going to see in the next six or seven years, you're going to see just massive disruption everywhere. So these big, these big, um, the big players that can't think new and fresh, uh, the the uh, social media companies that say, hey, Grant Cardone, we want his business, man. The guy's, he's dropping fresh content every single day. 
every single day, okay? Why would we throttle his audience? Very few people can drop new content every day. So he's willing to spend money on advertising, right? He wants to reach his audience. I want to grow and build that audience. So somebody's going to come along and say, do we want his dollars? And, and so whoever, again, whoever can facilitate good customer service, friendly acquisition, support me in my business and expansion and my brand is going to win the day. Okay, for sure. So what, what's your favorite social media right now that you're using? Or do you my, favorite one? One, my favorite one is all of them. Okay. Because I never want to be dependent upon one okay. of them. So I don't think about my favorite. I think about where are you? Yeah. Like what is yours? Instagram. That's my favorite. Okay. Where's yours? Instagram. Okay, well, that's my favorite. Good. That's my favorite. <laughs> you know, some of you guys might be like, I'm not on it, man. I, I you know, I, I like people visiting me at the swimming pool. Then that's my favorite social medium. Okay. Johnny wants to meet at the gym. Okay. Francisco wants to play poker. Dude, that's my favorite social medium. My favorite social medium is where are you? You in church? I might be sitting next to you, bro. We might be holla holla. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. I'm with you, man. I okay. want to be next to you. So if I want what you have, friends, influence, or money, access, a network, then I got to be where people are yeah. and quit thinking about myself. Nobody should have a favorite social media. Okay. That's a fact. So regarding that, I know that you talked about, obviously, relationships, mentors, learning from people. Do you have a personal mentor in your life that's guided you to where you are today, or do you, where, do you, where do you stand on that? Uh, yeah, I got a lot of people I've learned from, man. A lot of people, mostly people that, that mostly people that are stupid. <laughs> I learn from stupid okay. people. They learn not learning what not to yeah, do. Yeah. You guys are all looking. Hey, what should I do? You should just learn what not to do. Yeah. You should just learn from all the stupid people in your life. You got plenty of them. They're all over the place. You don't even have to leave your house in most cases. Yeah. You know. So look at your mom, your dad. They stupid man. Half of what your parents <laughs> do is dumb. Okay. They didn't even admit it. Call me. Call me one day and tell me you said that in front of my my kids. You know it. If you're a father or a mother, right, and you're waking up today in the 21st century, full on 2017, you got to be looking around saying, dude, I'm stupid. Okay? You put your money away in a savings account, it's rotting. It's going down in value, right? Like it's going down faster than, than, than you can earn a half a percent. You pay, you pay your credit card 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 12% on bullshit stuff. Okay? You were taught to buy cars, not lease them. You fell for that bullshit. That was stupid, okay? You bought a house for 30 years, got immobilized in one address, 1515 20th Street, and you put your name on the little mat, and you think you own the home. You don't own the home. That was for the banks. That wasn't for you. You took your money that you work hard for, and you sent it to Wall Street, put it in a Keo account, and you can't get it till you're 65. Those are seven of the dumbest things a human being can do on this planet. And then when Bitcoin comes around, you're like, I don't understand it. Okay, I don't know. Well, maybe you should understand. it. Okay, you got cash in your pocket rotten. It's going down like it's depreciating every day. It's a piece of paper worth nothing. And you won't even use it. Look at look at this dumbness. You got your parents won't use the money they have to make babies, to make more money, to make little Benjis. So I'm saying that to all the dumb parents out there because that's me, man. Right. That was my mom, my dad. My dad worked hard, didn't have a plan or an exit. It's dumb, okay? I got people tell me, don't buy a jet. You know who told me to buy a jet? Three guys that said buy a jet were all billionaires. Yeah, dude, you should definitely buy a jet, okay? Everybody under their pay grade said, no, that's stupid, yeah. including the accountant. So if you're stupid, 
No, you are. Because that's the dumbest a parent can be. So what would I tell you? What was the question? Just regarding having your mentor, I said. Yeah, yeah, mentors, man. Just, just pick some mentors that are stupid. Yeah, yeah I think that definitely where I'm from. You know? You want to pick Gary Vee? First, go, go, get, go get you a couple of guys that are stupid first. Just say, okay, yeah. make a list. The dumbest, the dumbest people I know. Who's the dumbest dude you know? Like he dumb, just over and over <laughs> makes mistakes. Uh, I would say... Uncle, brother, you know. I mean, we can get, we'll go with the brother. Okay, good. Look, I'm going to make a list. What, what does that dumbass do? <laughs> oh, he's got earrings? Uh, nah, he just... He, um, unexpected kid. That's not dumb, but that just kind of changed his life. And no, then, but that's stupid, dude. <laughs> like, you're going to have a kid, man. You yeah, ought to plan yeah, he, Like, he, you he, ought to figure that yeah, out. Like, yeah. strap it on, yeah, dog. Yeah, All right? Yeah. So, dumb. I ain't, I'm not doing that. Yeah, other okay? brother smokes weed every day. Yeah, the weed dude. The weed dude, okay? You're going to get ahead of him, bro. You're going to accelerate, bro. Number, number three, I got, I got a guy that I worked for. The guy was brilliant, bro. I'm talking IQ off the charts. Could talk to anybody about anything. He could be in a room of people like the guy could mesmerize the entire room, right? S drank, gambled, went through relationships. I'm like, dude, he's dumb, man. That's my dumb mentor. You guys need to yeah. get a dumb mentor. What are you going to call this show? Dumb mentor and earrings? <laughs> hey, we'll go with that. We got to work dumb the earrings in there somewhere. <laughs> my brother's a dumbass. I like it. <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> So next thing, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I, got, yeah. I got a few more things, just wrap it up. So yeah, I, I would yeah, say sure, sure. when it comes to, I mean, regarding your books, I read Seller Be Sold, all this stuff. And yeah, like, yeah. I think the best thing when I read Seller Be Sold, the thing that kind of caught my attention is like everything in life is a sale. So yeah. for example, so for me to be here right now, yeah. it's funny how when I DM'd you, so I, 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 uh, I sent an email to Katie. Yeah. I was like, hey, I, I usually do these interviews through this yeah, platform yeah. called Be Live. Yeah. I happen to be in Miami next week. I'd love to set up in person. Had no intention of coming to Miami, but yeah. I just kind of had the jab at the yeah. bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's yeah. like, yeah, that's fine. So then we booked a trip to Miami and like me selling my parents on see, giving see, me the reason. See, what you did, man, was you, exactly, you, you took the future and pulled it toward you. That's what people need to do, man. Like you guys are waiting for something to happen rather than what he did. And I talk about this in Celebrity yeah. Sold. Take the future and pull it toward you. It's a magic act, yeah. man. It's, 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 really, it's really an act of responsibility. And this is why so, many, so much of your generation is like, I don't want to sell. It's because your parents said that shit. Yeah. You know? It is the salesmen of the world that change everything. Only salespeople change the world. Only salespeople change the world. Nobody else changes the world. Uh, 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 Elon Musk, if, if he makes it to Mars, he will change the world forever because he sold the world on solar, on going automated, and going to Mars. So bring the future, man. Pick, decide what your future is, whatever it is. Take responsibility for it and do what you did. Yeah. Which yeah. is, I'm going to be in Miami next week, which some people would say was a lot. And now we are. But it wasn't a lie. It wasn't a lie. He was basically forecasting the future. Then he went to his parents and said, hey, I got a meeting with Grant Cardone. Can you guys help me? And you borrowed the money from them? No, I, bought, I, I paid the ticket for okay. sure. But yes, I mean, I, I want to bring that up. What did the tickets cost you? Um, 290 here, and it's like 300 back. Oh, wow. Because I don't know when I'm leaving, so we just, I'm saying it's like yeah. Saturday now. So, yeah. But yeah, that, I just want to bring that up. I'd have flown like, you on the jet, dude, if you'd asked me. <laughs> well, hey. I, mean, I got enough room for all of you. Okay. Well, hey, we need, to, we need to go somewhere tonight. No, asking, <laughs> asking you shall receive. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. So another question You, you know ask. the story about Donald Trump? Donald Trump on the Trump building, uh, I just heard this yesterday, and he, uh, he got a 40-year tax abatement on the Trump Tower. 40-year tax abatement means he doesn't pay any taxes for 40 years, okay? which means 
one of the biggest costs of owning a building is the taxes, particularly up in New York. So he comes out of court. He won it. Comes out of court and the news, news reporter said, Mr. Trump, Mr. Trump, how did you win the 40-year tax abatement? He's like, because I didn't ask for 50. And the, the, the story basically is I should have asked for 50, right? So, look, you got to ask to get whatever you want in life. For sure. So next question, last thing to wrap it up. Tanner TruthCon, yeah. when, when you first had the idea to throw that event, to have that event, this year's was the second one. Yeah. What was the cultivation of going through that? Because I went to it, seeing that whole operation, 10,000 people in the room, seeing yeah. that whole thing in Vegas. Like That definitely brought my perspective way different of being in something like that. So from your perspective, when you were forming that, uh-huh. I know that I watched, a, I don't know what it was the other day. You're like, I wanted to make it happen. People didn't believe me. I said I could get 10,000 people in a room. Yeah. And then you did it. So from the 10X standpoint, Dude, I, I didn't did believe you do I that? could get 10,000 people in a room. Okay. So like every day I came to work, I'm like, there's no way we're going to get this many people here. You know? Okay. The entire time, I didn't believe we would do it. But I work like I'm going to. And, and, and I also work like I can't. Right? So I'm, 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 I'm always thinking, there's no way I'm going to pull this off. But I got this other driver in me saying, we're going to pull this off, dude. I'm not going to quit on the target. So, but I don't think I'm going to be able to pull this off. So my entire life has been this push-pull thing of like, you know, I'm going to get this done. There's no way I'm going to make it. So, uh, you know, I'm still, I'm still, I, I wake up every morning today. I wonder if today's going to be my breakthrough. <laughs> when am I going to finally get my big break? You know, when am I going to get that big interview with Casey Adams <laughs> on the podcast? Oh, yeah. And I get my final, like I get the lift that takes me. Into <laughs> so, um, yeah, dude, it was like coming in here every day and pounding that thing out. So we have a saying around here, never lower a target. Once we have a target. The woman that I'm married to was a target, right? I saw her, I met her. Oh, no, no that's going to be the girl. Um, I don't lower the target and go out with some other girl until I get that, score that, that target, okay. right? Not to make women a target, but, but what I'm saying is whatever the target is, 10,000 people, we don't lower the target. I had, a, I had a target for an event this weekend, 250 people. It was really like 100. It was supposed yeah. to be 100. Then it was 150. And then I'm like, let's just do 250. You know, I had this moment of insanity. And, and I think we're at 211 right now, 213, 216 or something. So I got 20, 24 hours. You guys want to go? I, I, got, I, need, I got 24 seats left, so I got to figure out how to push it to hit that number. It's impossible. I'll never get there. I'm probably going to come up short on this one, but I've already exceeded my other target. So you just got to push, 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 be completely unreasonable, right? So whether it's about money or the people in your life or the group, the network, social following, whatever, just be completely ridiculously unreasonable with your targets. Boom. So to end that off, Rise Young Podcast number 57, Mr. Grant Cardone, last little one sentence, one sentence tactic that you kind of think about our Grant Cardone. Like when you say your name, what do people think about? But in your perspective, what do you want to kind of give yourself as like a one sentence? What would you uh, kind success, of- Success is my duty. That's, that's my, that's my, uh, that's what they're going to put on my grave, man. They're going to be, yeah. well, I'm not going to have a grave. I'm probably going to have one of those little urns. Maybe it'll be some of your gold. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, it's going to be success is my duty. By the way, it's your duty too. Look, you're either going to be successful or somebody around you is going to be. Yeah. I mean, it's all out there. There's plenty of it. There's no shortage of it. You can't buy it at a store. You can't cheat your way to it. Dude, the only way to get it is to earn it. Doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are color your skin, how you brought up. It doesn't even matter. Nobody ever asked me my education level. I just, I, yeah. I, I borrowed from the banks. I think I borrowed 
$600 million, sign these loans for $60 million at a time, $40 million at a time. They never say, hey, what's your education level? Ever, not one time, right? You know what they look at? Hey, do, do, do you do what you say you're going to do, and do you pay your bills? Success is my duty. There we go. Perfect. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you.